Hello and welcome to just another Liverpool podcast with me, your host, Stuart Jones, and my two resident co-hosts, Matty Wood and Matty Norton. Uh, Liverpool came out of the Etihad this evening with a one-all draw against City. Uh, probably an overall fair result uh, on the basis of those 90 minutes. Um, yeah, evening boys, hope you're well. Um, Matty Wood, do you want to kick us off with your post-match analysis? Yeah, no, I think um, I think uh, it was a game, to use the cliche, game of two halves a little bit, wasn't it? Um, it was a mad, mad first half. I thought we started... Um, started the game brilliantly um, but then over time City did adapt to that um, and started causing us um, some problems interesting that you know we were looking at this for me you know when Joss had debate either or and he went with both which was a bold selection yeah. slightly different way of setting up as well maybe more of a 4-4-2 four, 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 if you like like for me you know and Salah being right down the middle I think that worked really well for for the opening part of the game, and um, we were deservedly uh, in front in the game. I'm sure we'll come on to some of the the finer points around um, the incidents in the game, but I, th- I think generally, overall, I think a draw was just about fair. I think in the second half, um, we sh- we did struggle a little bit. I think at times to um, to kind of. Um, Put moves together a little bit, and um, I, I, th- I think without having too many clear cut opportunities, I think City were generally the better team in, in the second half, controlled um, majority of the possession. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think a draw overall was, was fair. Yeah, yeah. Now, I, I thought, yeah, probably the first, I wouldn't say the first half, but probably like the first 30 minutes, obviously, up until Jesus scored. Um, yeah, I thought like we looked we looked great how we lined up. For yeah, we had that intensity with the pressure on um, City's players, and it was like forcing them into mistakes. Uh, you know, giving up possession, and we were like really punishing them on the uh, counter. Yeah, um, yeah but um, obviously Salah getting that penalty because um, of Walker's uh, challenge on Mane. Um, yeah, and then obviously, like I say, like I thought after that, it, we just started to let Man City slowly get more and more into the game. Uh, obviously, their confidence grew as the game went on. Um, yeah, Norton, you know, interjector. Do you do you just feel like what Matty said? Really, obviously, we started so well, um, but then yeah, probably after the Jesus goal, it was all City, pretty much. Yeah, I think the, the formation seems sort of catch City by surprise a bit and at one point when we were pressing it was almost sort of like we were pressing with four forwards uh, and I think in the first half an hour it really put pressure on them and um, it's got you know resulted in the goal ultimately with the uh, the foul on Mane um, but yeah like you say second half as the game wore on we started to look a bit leggy and we've had a lot of games recently um, and I don't know if it was the weather conditions didn't help as well but we started to just look a bit leggy I thought in midfield yeah. Um, a bit sloppy in possession at times as well. Um, but it was a funny last 20 minutes or so. It's like both teams sort of settled for a draw, really. Even yeah. City, they were yeah. more dominant, but they didn't really push too much. No, really, the wing backs, the the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, obviously, the wing backs, you could tell, like Walker and Cancelo, they were like, you know, be, you know being reserved, didn't really want to push to, you know, obviously 
lose that lose that point, you know, lose all the points. Yeah, I think I think, um, I, think, I, think a, I think a point suits both teams in that game, doesn't it? Really, we're so early into the season. Yeah, I think yeah, but no. both managers must have had words at half time and said, "Look, we probably need to rein this in a, a little bit." <laughs> yeah. It was a little bit too open, wasn't it? Credit City, yeah. to be fair, for and, and Guardiola for adapting. I, I think because I think we had. Um, we were exploiting them quite a lot with like balls over the top, especially early on in the game, and um, and we were getting in behind the midfield as well quite a lot. I think I think for me, you know, and Salah were picking up good little positions, and when we were getting that ball through mm-hmm. behind their midfield, we we were getting opportunities from that. And um, in the second half, they completely cut that off, and um, it was difficult for us. Yeah. We a lot of the time we were getting the ball at the back, and it was going back to the keeper. Yeah. Or Matip was having it and he was trying to play something and he kept he, he kept giving it away then in the second half. So to be fair, yeah, it looks a bit rusty. Matip um, adapted well to, to the to the way we started the game, um, and then it was like you say, it just turned into a bit of a stalemate. I think both teams, like you say, looked at it and thought, Do you know what, points not not the end of the world there. So it did it it did kind of like play itself out a little bit by the end. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. Even just with like Man City's, oh, go on, go ahead, man. Just touching on Matip there, I thought it, defensively he had a really good game considering he hasn't played for a while. Um, I, I, I don't know. If it's, I'm hoping this stats correct, but I'm sure it's like the, one of the first times that Matip and Gomez actually played together. <laughs> I hope this yeah, stats correct. It sounds like a really bad. <laughs> like, <laughs> should have done you the so long, but they're all injured, aren't they? So. Yeah, I thought he had a good game, Matthew, but his passing was a bit off and he was just a bit sloppy, didn't he? Oh, uh, yeah. I thought, I thought a, lot of play, uh, a lot of players were guilty of that, you know, like relinquishing yeah. possession so easy. And I think oh, probably, definitely matter. Did he? Oh, yeah. Well, de- <laughs> yeah, definitely matter. <laughs> definitely matter. And Gomez were probably the most guilty of uh, yeah. giving the ball away so needlessly, where, you know, really, that, that, that was the problem for me um, in the second half. We just, we, we we didn't we didn't keep hold of the ball long enough and it seemed to be like we didn't want the ball in a way I, I don't know maybe we were trying to force City to make a mistake so we could try and quickly counter them um, by playing that long ball over trying to find obviously Salah and Mane's pace but yeah it just um, yeah it it didn't it, you know it didn't didn't work but you know even saying that like obviously City had the more dominance in possession second half. You know, they didn't really threaten Allison. You know, that great deal no, of, of like think, shots on target, did they? Jesus header, really, and I thought Jesus header. Yeah, that that was about it because I think there was the Bruyne shot. Yeah, but they were like outside the box, like so. Yeah, it was one of them. Yeah, just obviously just petered itself out into a draw. But yeah, touching on some of the players' performances. I'm sorry, Matty, but one guy who's, who I've got to pick out again is Bobby Firmino. Um, <laughs> we need uh, to you know, I thought... this podcast, the, <laughs> the Bobby Firmino agenda. Digging Bobby out. Yeah, used to be no, Henderson. I just feel... Yeah, he's moved on now. He <laughs> did, used to be Henderson, but Henderson listened to me and, you know, improved. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I just feel now, Bobby, yeah, I think that's it now. Like, obviously, you know, that's not his career over at Liverpool. But, yeah, I think he needs to, obviously, now... Be dropped from the first yeah. team, um, and then he hopefully do, you know uh, regain that confidence yeah. by coming back. I, you know, I coming feel like back. I say this every, every week, but I, I didn't think he did badly. But what frustrated me was there was a there was a chance in the sec. I think it was the second half 
we got laid to him on the edge of the box, and he just he, and he skied he over. He skied over, and you just think, yeah. oh, come on, hit the target. Do you know what I mean? It, you know, yeah. you, it, it's things like I've been, that. Saying, I've, been, um, I've been saying the same thing for weeks about him. Unfortunately, it's, it's just when he shoots, he just there's no conv- he doesn't believe he's going to score. He sort of like yeah. lashes at it or just like p rolls it to the keeper. He doesn't look convic- con- like convinced he's going to score himself. Yeah. No, I think obviously the way Jota's like come into the team now, and like now I th- I do feel that those three players of Jota, Manny, and Salah they can play together, and you know what I've been seeing of Bobby, it doesn't really matter if he's in or out of the team. Do you know what I mean? He's he's so yeah. ominous. He's just not you know he's just not impacting the game enough. Yeah. You know, for but, a ni- ni- ninety I, I minutes. I think in the first half, like I mentioned, he picked up some good positions behind their midfield. And and we did exploit that a little bit, but then in the second half, as as we kind of lost, you know, we didn't have great control in the game. He just kind of like, you know, he was nowhere to be to be seen. Really, shit. Come on, let's just you know, just put it out there. He was shit, Matty. And he has been shit for the past few weeks now. And I think it's just time for him to be dropped. I I wouldn't, I wouldn't say you know for a game or two. I definitely wouldn't say he was shit. I think that's a bit that's a bit brutal. Um, I don't know, he, he went so. missing in the second half completely. Yeah, but then yeah, the, the, that's why I was first meant to be in the second half. No, but Salah's what Salah can always get a goal, can't he? You know, Salah can score something out of nothing. Where Firmino can't. I know. I'm just, I'm just basing yeah. it on that one. You know, on like, on, on the game. Today, no, but that's I the problem, it. though, isn't it? Salah's, you know, been doing it week in, week out. Where Bobby hasn't been doing anything week in, week out. And it's just one of them, you know, obviously it's not the end, but it's kind of like, okay, now he needs to be brought out of the team and, you yeah. know, just let Jota, uh, Jota, Mane and Salah see 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 where they go. Um, it's a challenge for Play Jota and the challenge is to try and get back in the team, isn't it? And if he wants it, you'll, enough he'll work yeah, hard yeah. to do it. It's healthy competition. Exactly, yeah. Do you not think, though, the way we played in the first kind of 20 minutes, half an hour or whatever it was when we were kind of on top in the game, you know, it was just, the front four as as the unit were the reason why we were so on on top of that game, and he was a part of that. So you know, can we not play that way again? Yeah, I could. Yeah, I could. I could see that. Yes, but obviously, when once it start, started not to work, then that's where you obviously had just those two men really in midfield of um, Hendo and Genie, and that's where City were obviously dominating the. The possession where usually we do have obviously a free man midfield, so you know I think at the minute we're just accommodating Bobby. Where I think our, our team's that adaptable that you know we don't we don't need to have Bobby currently, and you know we can play a little bit differently mm. without him. I think Jota gives us you know a, a nice problem in the fact that he has hit the ground running and. You know, there wouldn't be any issues with him starting a game and Firmino being on the bench. Um, so that that's it's not as if Firmino's not playing as well as he can do and there's nobody to kind of come in. So he's kind of, you know, he's going to get picked regardless. It's good to have that competition from from Jota um, anyway. So we, he potentially could replace him if he was to only play three. Um, but yeah, I'd... I'd I don't know. I, I, I still think um, you're loyal. Well, 
Yeah, I, I, you want to you want to stick with him? Ne- look, look, he's never going to be someone who scores a ton of goals, and he's always going to be more of like a team player who helps kind of like the other players around him function. And I think he was a part of that today yeah. for for periods, and then he dr- he drifted out of the game second half. But I think most of our attacking threat did in the second half. So, you know, I, I wouldn't you know be be too harsh on him there. Yeah. I don't know. It's just what 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 it's like. It's been building up these past few get well, you know, well, into last season, you know, f- from the first lockdown. I know, yeah, I'm bubbling, but no, it's just like a big part of his game. Yeah, we all know it wasn't the scoring part of it, but it was his it was his hold up play and you know is bringing other players in, into like other into play and you know putting those yeah. players into positions to score it, and he's just not been well. doing that. Confidence. He looks so short of confidence that in the past where he tried like little flicks and little um, little through balls, because his confidence isn't there. He's just he's just not. He's just playing it safe too often. He's picking up good areas yeah. behind the you know in the game picked up good areas, but a lot of the time he just picked up good areas, then just lay it off quite safe rather than yeah. trying. You know, take the the big one, the big one for me has been like simple football. His touch, like I didn't say it in this city game, but I have seen it in previous games where his touch is. Woeful, it's been dreadful. It's just like bouncing off him, um, and that's the same. That you know, that's what you've just been saying. It's confidence. Yeah. It's just he unfortunately hasn't got any. And when a player hasn't got any confidence like that, and especially in a team that we've got now, where you can afford to just bring them out for a little while, you know, do it. It's the ben- It'll be yeah. the benefit to Bobby instead of you know prolonging this. Oh no, let's give the guy another go, like because you know he deserves it and that and. You know, it's just getting worse and worse. But yeah, right, okay. You know, we've had our fill on Bobby. I have anyway. But um, yeah, another man I want to slightly dig out was Genie, um, where another kind of player where you can always rely on him holding up the ball. Um, but yeah, there was a few times in that game where he just like gave up possession uh, way thought, too yeah, easy. Not uh, to just contradict you for the sake of it, but he was my man of the match today. <laughs> Genie, uh, yeah. was he really? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, oh, I thought he was. Apart from, apart from the, the uh, I think there was once in the first half where Allison gave him the ball and he he dwelled on it and gave it away and they had a chance. Apart from that, I thought he was he was he was brilliant in um in what he was he, what he was there for today basically. I don't know. I thought there was a two two or three occasions where he gave up the ball. Yeah, I thought there was as well. From that I game, was pretty bang average, yeah. to be honest. I, like, yeah. I, oh yeah, that's it, Norton. Yeah, let it out, mate. Join <laughs> <laughs> the dark side. You know, it, it, it's a shame that we're focused on. I, I think a little bit focusing on negative here. To the degree, negatives. You know, yeah, yeah. City is clickbait in it. Well, depends what the title's <laughs> going to be. But um, yeah, I, I, you know, I think we played pretty well at times in the game, and it's a good result overall. So it, it seems a shame to kind of. But I. I yeah, I honestly think he had a really good game. And I think, you know, Wayne Aldum's one of those yeah. players who doesn't often stand out to me. But I thought today there was... Oh, I do. Well, I'll, I'll contradict you there. I, I, do, I do feel that he does. I'm a, I'm quite actually... I've, like, worn to Genie over, like, when we first signed him, I thought, wow, that's out of the blue. But, yeah, I've like, as he's been at the club, I thought he's been, he's been brilliant for us. Um, you know, bit of a shame if he does leave at the end of the season. But um, yeah, I thought in that game, yeah, it's probably one of the worst games of 
Genie's time at the club. And I think one of the commentary said, whether it was Neville or Carragher, like he's obviously used to like um, filling in for uh, Mane when like Mane pushes forward. And obviously the way we were we were set up, where like you say, it was yeah. a 4-4-2. At times when they were on attack, he'd like naturally come out when really he should have been sitting in more. And it was giving up, it was opening up space to the likes of De Bruyne, who obviously capitalised with obviously that um, with Jesus's goal, where he was left in possession, which you cannot do, and uh, yeah, he just like obviously played that into Jesus, who did a you know marvelous turn on uh, yeah. Trent. But well, yeah, that's that's why I thought Genie had a bad game, really. Not just that, ju- not just that incident, but throughout where yeah, he was because he was because the way we we were set up and what he's used to, um, you know, he was getting he was getting pulled out of position too much and. Like I said before, he was giving up possession to well, you. Mu- you mustn't have seen our, our Twitter poll because he was in the four contenders as well for Man of the Match there. Yeah, but that's, that's all your like bogus accounts, Matty. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's from our Twitter admin who, you know, his identity is confidential. So. I, give to, I give to Manny. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, who, who was your Man of the Match, Norton? I thought Manny, I thought... Yeah, he, looked, he always looked most dangerous. I thought he had he had Kyle Walker on toast in that first half an hour. It got to the point with Walker. I oh, thought yeah. I I wouldn't have been that surprised if Walker was going to get sent off at one point because every time Manny ran at him, he just looked petrified. And I yeah. thought if, if we're going to get a... to be honest, you know who stood out for me? Yeah, let's like praise some of our players <laughs> actually. But um, <laughs> I I um, so you know, I watched okay. the game. You know, with... <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm feeling a bit faint already. Um, especially with this guy who I'm about to say, but um, I watched the game without the um, you know, the background noise, the fake crowd, and um, I'm starting to get used to it. I've watched, I've done that in the past couple of games now, but um, what it like highlights is obviously you know, you can hear the players, and the man that you were always hearing all the time is Henderson's voice, yeah, like barking orders, it's always him, and it kind of shows that when he doesn't play, yeah, um. There's obviously not that same voice, yeah. that same presence. Um, to be and to be to be honest, overall, I thought he did have a good game, Henderson. I thought, I thought, I thought so. I'll do a yeah. controversial one. I'll say he was man of the match. Yeah. There you go, man. No, I thought I thought he, I thought he did. So, had a good game. I thought like I thought him and him and Wijnaldum were were good in the midfield. But yeah, I I absolutely love all that. Like Liverpool. Um... See, wait, you thought you thought we lost the midfield battle, but you thought both midfields were really good. No, I didn't. I, I, you have, no, no, you have to. Uh, <laughs> You'll have to go back and uh, listen back because I, I never said we lost the midfield battle. But um... Norton, you know we will do that as well. Yeah, Norton, put, put, put it together. Um, what was I saying? Oh yeah, the Liverpool account on like Twitter or whatever they put out like a clip of the um, At- Atlanta game, Henderson's like um, shouts and stuff like that, and they actually put together the encouraging ones where he was saying, "Brilliant, well done." But what's yeah. what? What I love as well is when he bollocks people, like he, he, to know some someone's a little bit sloppy in possession, or like, or someone needs to switch on or something like that. He's on yeah. them all the time, and I think you, you're spot yeah. on there. It's one of those kind of things that's definitely over. Probably, it's he's probably grown into that a little bit more as he's taken on more responsibility. But when fans are in the ground, that's one of those unseen things that people don't see. Yeah. He's constantly organising people around him 
Yeah. Well, you know, you say you know you say that he obviously like um, you know encourages yeah. players. Uh, obviously, when Shakiri came on, he was like like constantly saying that. Like, obviously, when Shakiri, I think Shakiri at one point there was like two or three players around him, yeah. and he managed to like kind of like you know come out with the ball and then you know pass it. And like all you could hear was Henderson going, "Well played, yeah. Shaq. Well played," and all yeah. this. And but, yeah. but as a player, yeah. if you were playing alongside him, you'd, it, it it sounds stupid, but you get that extra bit of like you, you want to like kind of do it the right up, things it? because you, well, want, you know what you know, it, if he's yeah. playing you and it cheese. It cheers yeah. you up, but it also it keeps your mind yeah. concentrated yeah. because you know about best not fuck this up, otherwise my captain's going to be. Like when I seen me. that clip that Matty's referring to, the first game I thought of after it was the Villa game, I thought that's where we lack leadership in that game. I know we got Tom Clay, it probably wasn't effective the end result, but that's exactly what we needed in that game. Was someone to just yeah. grab all the players and just pull them yeah, together. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, definitely. Yeah, no, it's, it's um, um. No, I think it, it's. I think you know he's absolutely integral to 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 all of that, and um, yeah, can't can't disagree with any of that. Yeah, have you guys heard anything on the uh, Trent injury? Yet? He's going to miss England, isn't he? Next couple, he's going to miss two, three weeks, and guess I think he's got a scan on Monday. I think. That's not no, so bad, does it? Is it? Scan. You know what I mean? Missing <laughs> England. Uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, hopefully he's he's back for the next game yeah, for the Reds. Too bad, did he? But um, pull, pull the yeah, like to. Yeah, to be honest, going back to the game, should we? Uh, I don't know. Maybe this is like really like maybe. we haven't really talked about the um, the goals, have we? Yeah, we can go over the goals. All I was actually was going to say was like obviously the way we played, especially mm. in the second half. Could we have done more? Could we have maybe not resorted to obviously it looked like we were playing this like kind of like long ball? Could could we have maybe mixed it up a bit earlier and? I don't know, change something? I, I, think, I think if he or... tried to go for it in the second half, he would have left it open then for them to come at us because they were the, they looked a, a fitter team towards the end of the game and I thought if we opened it up, I felt we could have conceded easily. So I think it was the right thing to yeah. do. To sort of, not not settle for a point, but I think away at City, we're ahead of them anyway. Um, I think it was the right thing to do. Yeah, overall. Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. Um, yeah, all right then. We've listened to Matty. Let's go over the goals then. Um, obviously, Salah's uh, coming on the 13th minute uh, penalty. Um, any arguments, boys, for Man City? No, nah, but <laughs> that Walker hacking down Manny. Touched on it before. Like, did I don't know? Did any you two hear uh, what Roy Keane said about Walker? No, um, no. Nope. Oh, it's absolutely, you know, but he's always like good value, Roy Keane. But he basically said uh, they asked him whether it was a penalty, and he said, yeah. He, He's basically he's a, a why why is Walker giving the penalty away or something along those lines? He said, "Well, he's an idiot, isn't he?" <laughs> um, yeah, <we're>, <laughs> not the first time, is it? Yeah, exactly. I, I think I remember the Leicester game. I'm sure he did something similar in that, and he is prone to making those kind yeah. of um, those rash challenges, if you like. But no, like you say, Manny, yeah. that was typical of him um, yeah. in that early part of the game. You know, he was he was really. Um, Kind of, you know, you know, running and ragged a little bit, and it was a nice, absolute stonewall penalty. Good, uh, yeah. good, good pen by Salah. Yeah. I know. Has he ever missed one for us? Um, Norton Stato. I want to say yeah, but it was early on in his career with us. Because I remember there was a point where there was a few of them yes, penalties. I, I, I was, yeah, I, I do seem to recall that as well. 
but that was a few couple of good three no, three seasons ago now probably. Yeah, he's just so good with him. Get, get, yeah, you know, obviously they're very powerful, and yeah, most of the time, yeah, they're dead accurate as well. Um, yeah, uh, I touched on it before with the Jesus goal. Um, obviously, uh, I think it was Genie who got kind of pulled out, and then the ball got played into De Bruyne, who was like left open to pass into Jesus. Um, yeah, did you know? Was it bad defending, or was it just you know absolute like a, a world class moment? I think, I think Trent, Jesus. Trent was marking him, could have got tighter to him. Uh, yeah, and if he got tight to him, he wouldn't have given the chance to turn him like he did. Uh, he was a bit side on. There was one thing I looked at that he was a bit side on. Trent. Yeah, what he was, he wasn't like goal side of him. He, he yeah. half gave him the the, the goal to go gap, into. Yeah, but I think we just got, as you mentioned, we just got like pulled about a little bit there because Manny followed yeah. somebody into the middle of the pitch, and then Wayne Alden came over. So then that you know we were a little bit yeah. stressed, and then De Bruyne got that that space, didn't he? And then that's that's kind of where it came from. Whether he meant that turn, Jesus or not, I don't know. But yeah. you know, it was a good finish. Yeah, and the other like big talking point was obviously the penalty miss by De Bruyne, um, just coming before half time. Um, was it a handball by Gomez, Matty, um, with your red? Well, I've been, I've, been, on. I've been gearing myself up for, for this for this, and we've had to wait, you know, quite a while in, into the podcast. That's, that's, that's <laughs> the kettle on this, this, this is yeah. This is this is my this is my see you, know, this see is you my next week. You know, moment for for Stu. But I I just think it's scandalous this this handball. The handballs and the offsides at the moment are an absolute joke. They are. They, Oh God! Uh, it's, yeah, Patrick Bamford. Yeah, uh, mate, there's one in the Villa game as well, which is the Villa Arsenal game tonight, which is absolutely ridiculous. Oh as really? Well, where um, it's a slightly different one. Villa score in the first minute, and um, they give it for off. It's a per- looks a perfectly good goal, no offside in sight, and they they look at it and they give offside for Barkley. I think it was who was in the line. In the vision of the keeper, but like, and standing in an offside position, only just by the way. But like, the finish is like right in the top corner, and he, he smack McGinn smashes it in the top corner, and there's no chance the keeper's getting it. Yeah, and and they rule it out. Um, so and like you say, the Bamford one, absolutely ridiculous. You know that was on the level of the the uh, the Mane one against Everton. You know, just just ridiculous. And this handball thing as well. There was one in the Leicester. Yeah, Wolves game beforehand, and have you seen that? Very similar. Yeah, um, you know the. If anything, Gomez brings his arm closer into his body. You look how close his arm is to his body. It's it's pathetic, I think. It's you know, and Gomez came out afterwards and said, "They're looking at it in slow mo. Yeah. Not taking into account that's yeah." The I was about to say that it yeah. happens. De Bruyne has yeah. whipped it. He's actually retracted his arm into his body to actually try and get out the way. Yeah, it's just hit him. I can't believe he's gone to the monitor and he's given it. Like I, I, I just, I basically have no idea. Oh, I can't. I can't believe it. Well, we've kind of, you know, obviously it crops up like near near enough every other podcast, but with the VAR, you know, they they're using it in the wrong situations. They, you know, using it to rule out goals now, and you know, obviously perfectly legitimate goals. And then they're using it. Well, this is like the new handball rule, though, as well, which has come in. Like they seem to be bringing rules in every what, what season. Are you getting, now. Are you bring, and I think referees they're getting mind fucked. VAR should come in to help 
do the rules is the rules shouldn't change for VAR. That's what's so frustrating. It's like the, the rules are changing, and it's almost like people have never played the game. You know, it's like you, you know, yeah. how you supposed to? You can't run. You can't run and not move your arms, can you? Well, the thing is, though, Norton, it is going back to like you know these guys haven't played the game now, have they? These referees, do you know what I mean? Level, They're just you know, even like school football or something. You know, kick out the gates. <sighs> yeah, but yeah, they're, 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 they're doing it all out of a book, yeah. aren't they? But the thing is, they're, they're, where they're, it's some most of the time, they're, it's just they're common just sense. They're the rules, aren't they? They're not setting the rules. That's what I would say. Yeah. Look, it's the yeah. like yeah. you know we're probably bashing VAR a little. Bit. It's ultimately it's the rules. The yeah. rules are so broken. And they tried, they tried to fix the handball one because at the start of the season it was pretty much if it hit your hand it was a penalty. They've tweaked it now a little bit but it still just doesn't... And nobody fucking knows how it works. Yeah. There was one which the TV did not show or even... They didn't even look at it but it hit Cancelo's arm in the second half. And nothing, yeah. It was exactly yeah, they the did show that. Gomez. The only thing was a bit Close closer proximity. Wasn't it? it wasn't... Yeah, was I don't... Yeah. I don't get it. I don't think it was exactly the same as the Gomez were, one. Right, his, I think hands, where, and his hands were close into his body. The only difference was it was close proximity. Yeah, it's the only thing I think of really with that. Well, all I'd say is to that was was that like Gomez, his like arm was kind of like well, his elbow was kind of like out from his body a little bit. Though, with Cancelo, his arm in, was like attached really, to his body. If you watch it, it's really, initially it is. It's out, his arms out, but then he brings it in tight to his body. Yeah. Like it's you know he can't he can't do anymore. Yeah. He's not gonna run with like his arms behind his back, hands in his pocket. And... <laughs> oh, it's a, it's, yeah. it's a joke. Like, well, maybe yeah, maybe yeah. should have start introducing that. I, <laughs> you know, pockets in the shorts so the so defenders have to put you know. I think that Leicester put, put one, hands in the pockets. In the Leicester one. Yeah, he literally, he literally kicks at it, kicks at him from two yards away. And it's his hand. It's like, what can he do? Like, what? Yeah. He's running. He kicks it at him from two yards. Like, you might as well play for it now. You know, if you're in a tight situation, you might as well try and chip it up against their arm because there's a chance you're going to get a penalty for it. That's how stupid yeah. it is. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, uh, I, I've said numerous times, we just seem to be getting a lot of these decisions as well this season. I don't know what it is, but we seem to be getting a lot of these calls against us. And it's just, you know, I'm getting, you're watching it, you just like, you know, you so you become so disillusioned with it. You just, you know, it's and it could have been that could have easily cost us today. We could have gone in two one down. And I think if we'd gone down in that game, it would have it would have been really hard for us to get back um, into it. Yeah, I yeah, felt no. like if we were going to get a result today, we did need to take the lead at some stage because I think they're the type of team, City. If you go behind against against them, difficult to get back because they're, they're so good, like on the ball. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Yeah, but yeah, change, no. change the thankfully change yeah, the rules. That, that, that that's just it because the handball and the offside are an absolute joke, and you can't disagree with that, nope. Stuart Jones. Oh no, I don't, mate. Like I'll be honest with it. Like yeah, in my eyes, no, it wasn't a penalty. But um, you know, obviously, you know, they're, they're making up the rules as they go. Um, yeah, it's a joke. Um, yeah, is there anything else you guys want to touch on? Um, you know, through that match before we like touch on the league table. Um, I thought a couple of the players who had a good game were Allison and Robbo. Yeah. Robbo had a good game again as well. Um, yeah, Norton, if you um, check the Twitter account, um, Allison was a was a contender was. today for Match yeah. along, along alongside Genie Wynald. I did see that on Twitter feed. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think Alison might have won it actually. Okay. Or, yeah. <laughs> he's he so oh, he's just, he's, yeah, he's, um, good. He, he did things well. It was simple. He kept things simple and did them well. That's that's his biggest strength for me. Like always has, but he does the he does the fundamentals yeah. really well. That's better put and I always good. go back to that Champions League final against Tottenham, yeah. where like it wasn't anything outrageous, but in a high pressure situation. He dealt with everything yeah. just like yeah. with, with ease. Cool, lad. And um, there was one near the end where he had to come and catch yeah. it. There was also like a through ball when he came and, yeah. he came and added it. Yeah. Didn't he? he just takes the pressure yeah. off the defenders, doesn't he? Knowing you've got to come and yeah. deal with things properly, not flap at them yeah. or be wild with them. Yeah. Yeah. I did shit myself in the second half when I, I think the commentary said, oh, he's shoulder. He's. he's He's something wrong with yeah, shoulder, just, yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh no, there's about 20 minutes left. I was like, oh shit. Not actually in that game. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Please, no. Um, yeah, no, I, I thought he was he was well up there with uh, my man Genie for Man of the Match today. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah. Um, so, yeah, we go on to the Premier League table uh, after that result. That leaves us um, in third uh, on 17 points, yeah. level with Spurs, who are in second. And obviously Leicester, uh, top in the league with eighteen. Um, yeah, how how do, you, how do you feel like the season's gone so far? Like, obviously, is this you know obviously Southampton there you know um, in the top four now as well on sixteen points. Like, obviously, you weren't expecting this position after eight games. These teams, obviously yeah. Liverpool. I think for us, Spurs, like, yeah. I mean... uh, sorry, Norton, if you want to say something. There. I think for us, I was just going to quickly say. Um, Van Dijk, obviously huge, uh, huge impact on on our season as a whole, um, and also that that Villa game. But to be fair, our reaction since the Villa game has been really good, um, because there would have been a yep. lot of question marks after that, and and that was a game Van Dijk played. Obviously, you know, don't forget. Um, but I think the next game after that was Everton, which we should have won again. You know, as we all know, Rob. Um, but yeah. we've we've been really really good since then. I've been impressed with our our reaction uh, to that. Really, and we, we have actually played a lot of the difficult games as well. We played Chelsea away. We played City away. Um, I was going to say Arsenal then, but then that's it's not really a difficult game, I don't think. But um, you know, I, I think overall, barring that Villa game, it's it's been a, a good start to the to the season. But obviously, you know, losing Van Dijk still, I imagine, is going to. At some points down the line, it's going to cost us probably. Yeah, no, I think that's the thing, isn't it? I think it's going to cost other teams as well because of this season, where it is a crammed season full of fixtures. Week, you know, obviously two games a week. In some cases, for teams, you know, at least we're not going to be the only ones who are going to be really affected by injuries to like key players. Um, I do feel that's going to, you know come across a lot of teams this season. Yeah, um, yeah Norton, do, do you feel that, obviously, you know, should we still be worried about Man City? Um, you know, yeah, that, should we be worried more about Tottenham now, obviously the, Leicester? The last couple of weeks, the game teams have settled down a bit and the sort of, you know, Tottenham are up there now, Chelsea in the top six and City got a game in hand. Um, I think City are going to be our biggest rivals come the end of the season and if you go back over the last eight games the only result really that's a shocker is that Villa game isn't it um, if you take that out of the equation a draw at Goodison and a draw at City aren't the worst results in the world 
come the end of the season. So it's not yeah. a, it's not a bad start, and we seem to be growing into the season as we go, really. Yeah. yeah. Now, well, obviously, once this international break um, comes to an end, we face Leicester um, at Anfield. Uh, you know, obviously, Brendan Rodgers coming back. Yeah. Like, what are they? Should we be worried about Leicester? You know, obviously, they've got you know they're a good team. McCure, Jamie Vardy up front. You got a good manager and you got a good team as well. So I definitely think it's a it's a it's a big game for us. I think I think if Leicester get results at Anfield, they're going to fancy the chances to really push on this season. Um, but even, and, you know, even though they're, even though they're top, it's weird in a way. They lost they lost at home to uh, West Ham three 0 and um, who else did they lose to? They lost to some Villa. Lost lost to Villa at home. It's it seems like they struggle a little bit against um, teams who like sit. You know, teams that deny Vardy the space and sit in a little bit. Where they've yeah. been really good, yeah, is against say Man City away, um, where teams have pushed on a little bit. You know, Arsenal they won as well away. Um, yeah, so on the counter more. Yeah, so which would it, yeah, which would suggest to be fair. You know, they might be dangerous against us because we're likely to, yeah. to come on to them. But like, even yeah. though you know, even though they're top of the league, you know they've had their faults in in certain games. So, look, I think it is going to be a little bit more open than than it what what it has been in the in the last couple of years. I don't think like City are, are quite at the, the they're not at the level. I don't think of like two three years ago. I think that's no. quite clear to, to be honest. And yeah, you know, yeah, as we keep saying about us, without. Van Dijk, um, you know that's likely to be um, a big difference maker as well. So it might, it might end up being like quite a open at the top. I don't know, but I still, I still, I still think Liverpool City would be a little bit ahead of everyone else. Yeah, um, yeah. Might as well say like, who's your predicted top four then? Liverpool top, um, and then who else after that? Put us on the spot there, Stu, haven't you? I'll, I'll, I'll look at the table now. I'll go. I'll go. Liverpool, City, Chelsea, Leicester. Okay. Matty? Um, you put an Everton in there? Definitely not. Aston Villa? Just funny, isn't it, how they've petered away. I, I mentioned that they've lost three on the bounce, but it could easily have been four on the bounce and then everyone would be saying Ancelotti out, yes. probably. Um, I don't know. It's I'm not convinced by like Chelsea in the, in the games that that I've seen. To be honest, um, I, I don't know. I'd have to look at it more. But maybe Liverpool, Man City, um, yeah, Chelsea, and what did you say? Norton is the fourth one. I said Leicester. You uh, could have Tottenham, you could have Tottenham, 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 arguably Tottenham, just to be different. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, yeah. I think United and Arsenal. Like, what do you think? I'll, to be honest, that's who I was going to just mention. Then, like Man United, how do you feel that their um, season's going to go? Is it going to be like in mid-table, or yeah, are they going to get rid of Oli? Yeah, are they going to get rid of him? Bring in Pochettino, maybe. The, the longer he stays, the longer he will end up. Yeah, yeah. No, I just feel like the longer he's there, the better it is yeah. for obviously the likes of us and everybody else. Yeah. But again, though, even them, they they've had up and down results, haven't they? They've had some good performances and good results yeah. in the Champions League, especially against PSG and Leipzig. But 
but then they've been woeful, you know, against, uh, they got battered by Tottenham at home, they lost it to Arsenal at home, lost to Palace at home. Um, so, again, they, they've just been a bit all over the place. But it, what's weird, though, is about Solskjaer, he has got the form of, like, stringing together a set of results, hasn't he, yeah. when it's kind of needed. So, yeah. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't rule them out no. of, like, being in the top four whatsoever. I mean, they did finish third last season, even though they oh, tailed wow. off a little bit. Yeah. No, I just feel like, obviously, you know, whoever's the most consistent wins the league. But, like, looking at the team so far, I'd say, you know, obviously, us, yeah, you, can, you know, you can never write off City. But then, yeah, top Tottenham, you know, under Mourinho and the start that they've had, you know, if he keeps on going like that, yeah, I can see them just being consistent, you know, getting these, you know, one nils, scrappy games, getting through it. I can see them definitely finishing the top four. And then, yeah, it's just whoever's the most like. Obviously, Southampton are up there and Villa, but you know they haven't got the they haven't got the squad depth no, really. Like so Chelsea have. Yeah, yeah that's what I mean. So uh, same with, well, yeah, but same with Leicester. I just feel like one or two injuries to that team, and then I could really see them dropping. So I'd actually probably say I'd say us, City, Tottenham, then probably Chelsea. Yeah. I, think. I do think. But it could be it could be Leicester. I think it'll be a fight I between Chelsea and Leicester. I do think Chelsea if there's Leicester. one team in the league that are de- completely reliant on one player, it's Leicester. Because if, Var- if Vardy isn't there, yeah. that completely changes the way that they they play. Like he he almost does the work of like two players up front in like the runs that he makes, well, the pressure came? that he puts on defenders and stuff like that, and the, the counter attack mm-hmm. that they play, he is absolutely fundamental to that. And if he wasn't there. Like that changes absolutely everything. I think more so yeah. than like any other team. Even yeah. if you look at us, you know, we took Van Dyke out and, and we've managed to at the moment, you know, adapt to it okay. Um, but I, I think that would be, you know, one one loss where they, they would really struggle. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, so uh, I think we've covered all bases there. Podcast will uh, follow the international break, break and uh, it will follow the result of Liverpool's game against Leicester at Anfield on the 21st of November. So, yeah, please listen, follow, and share our podcast by fans on our Twitter page at just another LIV1. Goodbye Cheers. from me. Good night. <laughs>